0: I hope you're going straight to the principal about this I guess I could do that
1: What? And violate the code of the schoolyard? I'd rather Bart die Four finger discount,
0: dude Hello,
1: everybody You threw me off God yeah. damn you, Mitch. Welcome to Four Figure Discount Australia's only Simpsons-based podcast. I am Dando. How are you, Mitch? Yeah, very good, Dando. How are you, mate? I'm always good. Today, we're here to review Bart the General, and that is episode what number?
0: Can you remember? Uh, what are we up to? Episode 5. Yes, 7G05. 7G05. you got
1: to say the 7G now. It's a rule. That's a rule? All right. Yes. Sector 7G05. Now, this episode originally aired February 4th, 1990. Do you know what what year it aired first in the UK? Ah, probably 1996, (laughs) Possibly so. about a
0: week after the other one. Yes.
1: Um, Now, what was the the chalkboard gag and the couch gag in this episode? There was none. There was none. I find it a bit strange. I wonder why they didn't, obviously, time restraints. Yeah, time restraints. No intro at all for this episode. uh,
0: No. Um, So, with this episode, I think it had just, the storyline ran a little bit too long and they needed to trim um, the intro to be able to fit in everything they wanted. They obviously were very happy with the script that they had and didn't want to cut anything down. So thought the couch gag and chalkball gag were the way to go.
1: This is my favourite episode of the first season so far. Um, I'm just trying to think, how long was the intro back then? About a minute
0: or so, just over a minute. Yeah, around about that. What a bit would they? What could they have
1: cut cut out of this episode to fit that intro in?
0: Um, possibly Bart's little moment at the end. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that there's a not, bit later. There's not a huge amount. Most of what's in here is used pretty well. I um, would we'll just also like to thank everyone who's listened to the show in the
1: past and everyone who's written a review. If you haven't uh, written a review for us, please do so. Rate, review us in the iTunes store or yep. wherever you are listening to this podcast.
0: Yeah, five-star reviews and then whatever negative comments you like. At The general rule
1: it has to be constructive.
0: Yeah, we need to be up at the top of the list, basically. There's no point rating us one and giving us a negative review because then no one will see your negative review. Yes. And if there's one thing we know about the internet, it's that people giving negative reviews want to be heard. So okay.
1: five stars, please. You've got to swerve people. Five stars. What a negative review makes no sense. Yeah, well... Also, let's thank our official sponsors, the Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page. Facebook.com slash The Simpsons Best Moments. They also run the most popular Simpsons trivia nights in the world, and they also put up on their Facebook page every day five to ten different Simpsons clips from yep. the first ten seasons or so. It's just funny clips. So make sure you like their page. We do appreciate their sponsorship yep. as well. Also, check out our, um, our YouTube channel where you can find out our top ten lists and other random Simpsons based videos that we do. Absolutely. Lots of spiel together. We're putting uh, a lot
0: of content out there for you guys. Um, so, yeah, please. Oh, oh, I feel like some people like take the approach,
1: put uh, quality over quantity, but see, yep. we, we put quantity and quality out there, so we can put as much as
0: we want out. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it's really easy when the quality is the work of someone else and all we're really doing is finding it. That that makes it hard to run dry creativity. Yes.
1: So let's get into the episode. As I said, this is one of my favorite episodes of season. It probably is so far, because I haven't gone back and watched the entire first season yet. Mm-hmm watching them in order but this is my favourite so far the first five episodes Bart the Genius is a close second
0: I'm still gonna run with Bart the Genius being number one for me purely for the high jokes per second yeah there's a lot of jokes yeah that's the
1: Boy episode isn't it yeah
0: but Bart the General feels so polished Um, we've discussed already that some of these episodes aired in different orders to when they were made and I get the feeling, given that the animation in some of the future episodes, so the Call of the Simpsons, is a little bit patchy again. Yeah, with Bart the General, it it looks fantastic. the The mouths are all moving in sync a lot better. Everything about this episode feels really, really nice. And you you pointed out to me,
1: regards to the animation, the um the mouths moving, they're mm. not to the side of the face and stuff like that. Yeah, they don't look. There's only one part in this episode that's cartoonish. That's when Homer's drying Bart's face.
0: Yeah, the blow dryer in the face to, yeah. to stop his tears. Yeah. Uh, now, we should explain why he's crying, of course. Yes, Do you quick, want to cover the plot off? Quickly? Yeah, the,
1: the quick plot is basically uh, Lisa cooks cupcakes for Mrs. Hoover. Apparently, she's Mrs. in this episode. Yeah, Mrs. at the time. And um, Nelson and his cronies, go to, or was it just his cronies, steal the cupcakes and they go to ruin them. And Bart sticks up for them. Yep. And then well, Nelson... Sticks up to, for Lisa and the sticks cupcakes. Up, sticks up, yeah. Yep. yeah yep. And... Um, he ends up having a fight with Nelson, makes him bleed his own blood.
0: Nobody makes me bleed my own blood.
1: And uh, Nelson obviously starts bullying him, bashing him after school every single day. He mm. um, gets to the point where he goes to Marge and Homer and says, look, I need help. Marge's response is, you need to go to the principal and yep. dob on him. Homer says that's against the schoolyard policy or the, what is it, the code of the schoolyard? The yard. code of the schoolyard, which is great. What on earth are you talking about, Homer? The code of the schoolyard, Marge.
0: The rules, they teach a boy to be a man. Let's see. Don't tattle. Always make fun of those different from you. Never say anything unless you're sure everyone
1: feels exactly the same way you do. What else? Oh, Homer, that's ridiculous. Mm. So he ends up taking Homer's approach, goes to try and throw mud in the eye and punching him. That still doesn't work? So, he goes for the old plan B. Yeah. The family jewels. Yes. (laughs) And that also doesn't work because he can't reach the family jewels. Mm. So, he goes to the last resort, which is old Grandpa Simpson, who makes his debut on the show.
0: He does. Um, Oh, was he in the Christmas episode? Oh, he does. How silly of you, Dando. But this is probably... a. The Christmas episode was more of a side thing. This is where he first becomes a character and we're properly introduced. You to find out more about him. He's not just yeah. old Grandpa Simpson. Yeah, um, starts off as a cantankerous old man writing a letter to the newspaper, complaining, uh, amongst many other things, about the use of the words "family jewels" yeah, on television. How good was that? Yeah.
1: The following is a list of words I never want to hear on television again. Number one, bra. Number two, horny. Number three. Family jewels.
0: Now, part of that apparently, the the Fox censors didn't want them to use family jewels at all. Really? Uh, but they, the producers, ignored it, put it in there anyway. That's hilarious. And then had Grandpa in there to kind of take the piss out of them. Yeah,
1: I love The Simpsons for that kind of stuff. They really yeah.
0: had the writers had balls back then. But they yeah. they were. It,
1: uh, did they have the um the not the the power? But do you think that doing this at episode five was taking a big risk? Did you really want to piss off Fox at that point?
0: Well, I guess you. This early on into a season, probably not. But yeah, no, I th- I'd say it is a risk. But they're known and have become to be known for taking big risks. It sort of became a running gag to take out, um, to take the piss out of Fox
1: as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In Particularly seasons. in later seasons. So Grandpa offers his has helped Bart. Says he's got, he knows somebody who can help him with getting back at Nelson. Yep. And we are introduced to Herman. Now, do you think Herman? Because now he's an obscure character at most. He's not popular at all. I wouldn't even call him a sub character. He was very prominent in this episode. Do you think they had big hopes
0: for Herman as a character? Do you think that's why he was shown so predominantly in this episode? I think they would have really enjoyed him early on. There's a lot of fun that you can have with him in a short period of time, at the very least. So they probably wanted to really mine that area for comedy. They may have found after having him in a few episodes that they've they you know, ran it dry pretty quickly, but a, a fantastic character to have in there. I love him when he stabs the um, the bag. Die, die. Yeah, die. Or
1: the, my, my, this, this is my favourite part. I'm just going to say it. it's where um Bart brings the water balloons.
0: They got the water balloons. 200 rounds, sir. Is it okay if they say happy birthday on the side? Well, I'd rather they say death from above, but I guess we're stuck. So good Do you think Herman would have ever actually been a veteran Or is he just a crazy guy that thinks he was
1: Yeah because they never actually said that he was in the war did they No
0: I don't think that they covered it specifically Because he
1: lost his arm Well he said did you lose your arm in the war And he just says no I just lost it because I stuck my arm out the window Stuck it out of a school bus Yeah Yeah. So maybe well, Surely he must have been in the war I just always assume because he has the the military antique store Mm. But I don't think he's old enough to be in the war But grandpa when he
0: was in the war he was young
1: Yeah And Herman, I don't think, would have been old enough to have been in the war. Not the one that Grandpa was in anyway.
0: Yeah. No, I get the feeling Herman is more of... He's like the Simpsons... I was going to say answer to as much as it came beforehand. But the Simpsons answer to Uncle Jimbo, in a way, from South Park. Yeah. That real gun-loving nut that may not necessarily have had any legitimate combat time. He's just so into that psyche that he he surrounds himself with all the paraphernalia, talks a big game, but doesn't actually uh, have much behind it. I could be completely wrong. He doesn't have
1: Ned, that's for sure. No,
0: no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, uh, I could be completely wrong. And if he was, um, if, if he did serve, say, in the Gulf, then I, well, no, the golf hadn't happened then. If he served, say, in Korea, I apologize. But, yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, they the, the plan
1: is to lure Nelson into the street, and Bart rallies get all gets all his mates to rally together yep. and throw water bombs at Nelson. Yep. And eventually they make a treaty. He says he's not going to uh, bully Bart anymore. Yep. But he's still going to be have, not have a legal power in the, in the schoolyard, but he'll just have a position of authority. A position of authority. An unspoken position of authority.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do we have? Although Nelson shall, shall have no official power, he shall remain a figurehead of menace in the neighbourhood. <laughs> Article neighborhood. number six of the Amnesty. That's so good. I really enjoyed the... Um, this is a subtle little direction thing, but it, for me it invoked, you know, the, the really famous photo of Japan surrendering in World War II yeah. sort of at the table. It really had that feeling for me with... Um, Was it Grandpa or was it Herman that was actually drawing the Amnesty up? Um, It was Herman. Yeah. Um, But I thought that was kind of cool. It invoked some nice historical aspects there. Um, This this
1: is quite a political episode. Yeah.
0: And um, another one, we were talking about how there's no disgrace... Like Homer was one of the first Simpsons episodes to start doing movie parodies. And then this one really ramped that up as well. The cavalcade of yeah. uh, of war movies throughout American history that were parodied in this particular film.
1: One thing I just noticed as well was... Episode, not film, sorry. Yeah, this was uh, written by John Swartzwalder, who has been known to be one of the most prolific The Simpsons most. Artists. Yeah, everyone, no, no one knows anything about him. Mm. And the only time anyone's ever heard him... Was one on a Simpsons commentary? Have you heard this commentary? No, I don't think he I he refused to do commentaries. Okay, so they called him up during the commentary. Yep, because it was an episode that he had written, and they're talking to him on the phone. Yep, and then he they eventually say, "Hey, dude, you're on the commentary. By the way, we're talking to you. You're live on air." And he goes, "Or oh, would have been if this was John Swartz order," and hangs up the phone. <laughs> that's but um, hilarious. yeah. So this is the first episode ever written by John.
0: So maybe that's why it's so good. Yeah, it's it's really. As I said, it's got such a great overall story arc to it. It's probably one of the most fulfilling stories from start to finish. Yeah. There's no clunky changes from one scene to another. Everything just has a brilliant flow. You, you pointed out something, I'm not sure whether you told me on air or off air,
1: about the dream sequences as well.
0: That was off air, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you remember Bart the Genius had the fantastic train, yeah, dream sequence the on the train? Yep. Uh, this one has two dream sequences Very early. Very close together, yeah. Mm. Now, both of these episodes were directed by David Silverman. So. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on that if that becomes a running theme for David that he tends to, I don't know if he tends to include, but the dream sequences that he does include have been incredibly vivid uh, visual storytelling devices to get inside Bart's mind in particular. Do you think
1: um, this was the first episode where we really got to see the, the bigger brother side of Bart? Where he was standing up for Lisa. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because in in the episodes we've seen so far, he's sort of been the annoying brother. Yeah. But here he was willing to put himself in the line of fire for his sister.
0: I should say, actually, the characters have dramatically shifted back to what we're more used to in this episode. You can really say the production
1: was out of order. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. But um, Marge is back as pacifist. She doesn't want her boy getting hurt. She doesn't want him talking about violence. Homer's a little bit more forging ahead with the manly, his version of what manly values are. Lisa is back to being a sweet girl. She's, as you said, she's baking cupcakes for a teacher. And yeah, Bart, he's back to, yeah. he does show that older brother side of things. The other thing that I I think about this as well is that it might've been where they've really realised that Bart is the star of the show. Yeah, uh, it, the whole storyline is based so heavily on him, and everyone else is just—they're really bit players. They set it, up, is, set up the story. Yeah, they they flesh it out, but it, this is a real Bart Simpson show. This one. What what season was
1: it where it became a Homer show? Where did they run out of Bart?
0: Um, it was probably it was maybe around seven, eight or so. Yeah, I um, mean, you know, when you started to have episodes like "You Only Move Twice." Yep. And those sorts of ones where it started going more towards what you could do with Homer. It could Homer have
1: possibly and- been, been a bit earlier, even, maybe even season six. Yeah. Anyway, that's a story for another day. It is. Yes. I was also going to say, too, this episode, whilst well, you said it's a lot different from the one previously, because hmm. the episode that we watched episode four last week, that was an episode that didn't feel like you were watching The Simpsons Family. No. I feel
0: like this episode could have been written and
1: produced season seven, season eight. Quite it, easily. It would have felt normal.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, and again, that comes back down to the production values being a little bit more slick in this episode, I yeah. think, as, as much as it does the writing.
1: But it just didn't feel rushed. The, the, what was the other episode that felt really rushed? It was um, Homer's Odyssey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the last act
0: just didn't really... Sorry, feel, yeah, yeah. The, the last act just didn't even need to be
1: in the episode. No. Everything didn't. here, it felt like it mattered.
0: It, it had a proper beginning, middle and end and it, yeah. and it all moved very, very nicely together. I really enjoyed the, the actual attack and... We'll cover the um, the training montage a little bit in some of the movies that were referenced. So, as I yeah. said, there was Platoon, which is a huge influence. They yeah. Fox had the rights to this, so they had the score from Platoon. Um, Full Metal Jacket was another one that was yeah. massively ripped off. You have the moment... But which part was Full Metal Jacket? When the kids are climbing over the school gym in Silhouette. I um, it in in the Sun. Yeah. yeah like yeah. The yep. training in the uh, Marine base. Yeah. Um, What else? All Quiet on the Western Front was referenced at some point, according to the trivia. I didn't actually Mm -hmm. recognise that one, so in case you had a follow-up question of when that happened, I have no idea, but, you know, trivia buffs out there, go through and watch it and try to find it.
1: Yeah. Getting to the the attack, Mm -hmm. and do do you think this set up Nelson as, do you think it made him look weak? Do you think they had to put that treaty in at the end, just to let the viewers know, Nelson hasn't been emasculated here, He is still going to be the bully from now on? Yeah, I think
0: so, and... Do you think it was I important? Guess also, they needed treaty? they needed to give him a reason to not keep beating up Bart every day. Yeah, uh, that treaty kind of gave them a way out as to you could have Nelson doing other things and and it wouldn't be like, well, hang on, why why are they now hanging out together?
1: Yeah, I, I will say though, Bart is a strong guy. Took twelve punches to take him down. Did and they were solid punches. <laughs> changed every punch changed the shape. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> put your hands up. You it just put hilarious. them straight up. Doesn't even say yeah, nothing. <laughs> like
0: someone's drawing a gun on him. Um, but every punch changed the shape of his head. <laughs> yeah, they were really, really <laughs> lusty blows. It's like it reminded me though of primary school where
1: stuff would happen in the schoolyard, mm. fights and that. And it's like the teachers surely must know what's going on. Yeah, but Skinner was just like, no, "He'll get you after yeah, school." Yeah, that's such a great line.
0: I'll get you after school, man. But oh no, 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 he'll get you after school. Son. Now hurry up! It's time for class. But Scoot, young Simpson. There's learning afoot. They hadn't figured out Skinner yet, had they? He, no, yeah. The, um, Skinner was a little bit. Every time I've seen Skinner so far, he's just been that little bit different. He, yep, hasn't, he hasn't really been, found his groove as a character. yet. Has he
1: been funny? The only time really so far in this season we've seen the Skinner that reminds us of the Skinner now is the when he's reading out when he the signature part, the obvious Homer, childhood forgery. Yes, yeah. that 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 segment that's, there. that's the, the interaction with Homer. That's the 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 Skinner we know. Yeah, but everything else where he's really serious at school, I feel like he would have he wouldn't have reacted the way he did to Bart. No, I
0: think he's been a little bit too stately so far. I think Skinner's at his best when he thinks he's in control and then something happens that completely pulls the rug out from under him, like the the yeah. childhood forgeries where he, he thinks he's got his finger on everything and he's like, oh. That, that for me, is the best sort of Seymour dynamic.
1: One thing watching this reminded me of, I've completely forgotten about uh, Nelson's cronies. Yeah, where did they go? Whatever happened to those guys? There must be a reason why
0: they stopped. It's kind of like little Tweedledee and Tweedledum type characters yeah. that were hanging around him. <laughs> they're identical, just different skin colour. Yeah, different, and hair color. different hair colour. Different hair colour slightly.
1: I think maybe they got rid of those guys once they introduced uh, more... Sorry for you guys. The reason I said stopped here for a second. Mitch, we're currently watching the football. I'm not watching it. Mitch, we Mitch are is a, watching a the football supporter. Yep. For everyone
0: in Australia, and I just saw Silver Rioli with the uh, red substitutes vest on wearing a blanket. And I'm very concerned about his hamstrings, but I've, hopefully they're okay. I'm just smiling. <laughs> yeah, such a Geelong supporter So uh, it's, it's very generous of him To let me watch A Hawthorne game In the house
1: It's very generous That Dando lets him In the house <laughs> <laughs> Anyway Getting back to These cronies I think they got rid Of the cronies Possibly This is just a theory mm. Once they introduced Other bullies Like uh, Jimbo Jones Jimbo. and Dolphin, all them What was yep. the other Kearney Because Kearney. Yep. Why does one have Cronies and the rest not Maybe because they hadn't Thought of having more Bullies at that, yeah, at that point Yeah I guess they just Had to flesh that out Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And most bullies in a school, though, do have a couple hangers on, or it's, at the very least, throughout movies, you know. Um, uh, even if you go into older levels, you got say Prison Break, you would have Teabag, and there'd just be someone hanging on to his pocket. Yeah, those kids were basically the well, I'm going to call it. They were the gay lovers of Nelson. Munz. <laughs> yeah, they loved him.
1: I do think that the the scene where Homer was talking to Bart about the the schoolyard code mm.
0: that was a good father son moment. It was the way he comes in when. Um,
1: Don't let your mother see you cry.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a nice tender moment. There's a brilliant moment there from Marge as well. So what's the problem, son? I had a run-in with a bully. A bully? Come on, Marge. I don't bug you when you're helping Lisa.
1: Again, though, the schoolyard code, hilarious. Don't tattle. Always make fun of those different from you. Never say anything unless you're sure everyone feels exactly the same way you do. It's so true, though. Don't say nothing unless you are sure everyone else thinks the exact same yep, thing. Yep.
0: That is my favourite part. That is so good. Yeah, this is um, Homer starting to impart his version of wisdom on Bart as well. It's yeah. a, a, some of my favourite moments from Homer is when he... Tries to say something profound, and it's just the stupidest, most wrong thing that you could imagine. But but there's a it's a subtle bit of truth to it, though. Yeah, like that that is the sad reality of how it is at school. Yeah, you, know, you would never say it to someone. You would never <laughs> say this is how to go about your life, but it is that uh, deep emotion of wanting to go that
1: way. Yeah, this episode, although it's only episode five, it could fit in anywhere. That yeah. that is, I feel like in this episode, when it comes to the family, the characters were worked out. Yeah, this was this was just really well written. What, it would be my favourite episode of the season so far. Hmm. So, Anything else we should say about this? Um,
0: well, it inter- ended with that interesting... Of course, yeah. Uh, rather than have the normal end credits over a black screen, it had yep. Bart giving a little uh, straight-to-camera speech. Do you want to play that now for people? We will do that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, contrary to what you've just seen, war is neither glamorous nor fun. There are no winners, only losers. There are no good wars with the following exceptions, the American Revolution, World War II, and the Star Wars trilogy. If you'd like to learn more about war, there's lots of books in your local library, many of them with cool, gory pictures. Well, good night, everybody. Peace, man. It's like a real political message, isn't it? Yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, um, the Star Wars wars were very serious, yeah. and not, <laughs> not to be made light of. I'm just glad that they threw that reference in there.
1: That was just the Simpsons saying, it makes me feel, I haven't done any research, I'm not sure whether you're aware, but... Maybe Fox told them to put that in, and that was the Simpsons putting their spit on it, yeah, adding I, the Star I, Wars part.
0: I, I kind of got that feeling as well, but yeah, who knows? Um,
1: maybe it was. Maybe it was possibly because uh, they'd received complaints from parents, and it was their way of saying, "Look, we're still being educating about to your to your children. We're still teaching them the right from wrong."
0: Maybe I don't know that they would have gone out of their way to do that. You yeah, don't think so? Uh, well, Fox never like, really what, what, had a huge cause... amount of influence over the show in the early days, though they did give them pretty yeah. free reign, and and. We're five episodes in now. Most people would have known what they were in for with the show, particularly Fox at the very least. They would have had to have known what was coming. I don't know, though, but if
1: you were watching this in real time in the first season, it would have been con- confusing watching this episode if you had watched the episode from last week. Mm. I mean, the, ep- the oh, characters are so different. Yeah, really, it would, would have been really you. jarring. Going back and watching it now, we we say, okay, well, it's the first that You can the relate to it. Yeah. With the, things are things are supposed to be different because it's the first season. But if yep. you're watching that, I'm, I'm surprised that audiences didn't react to the fact that the characters were so jarring from episode to episode, changing. Mm. Obviously, the show was so good, it was always going to be a success. But do you think, when they were putting the um, the air date order together, they would have looked at the episode and gone, maybe we shouldn't have
0: followed it with that one so quickly? Yeah, they might have, in hindsight. Uh, maybe another part of it, though, that might have even been something that came down to Fox. Again, I haven't done any research on this, but... but may have been taking off in the general population as already being the most popular character and they knew they had that episode going so they wanted to kind of ride that wave of momentum and carry it through. It could be a reason why it was brought forward and, and again, why an episode that feels like it was so much later it was played so much
1: earlier. Another, um, another thing, because this episode to me just feels... Well, it feels so much different from every other episode of the season so far. Mm. And there was that the part where they're in Herman's military and they're going to the ad break and Grandpa says something like, he's insane, he's crazy... And there's that
0: five seconds of like
1: background music playing. Yeah,
0: real long pause on Bart there. Bart's just like taking it all on board. I honestly don't know if that was. To me, I got the feeling that every now and then when it's on network television, you've got such a set time limit that they may have just been filler because they needed an extra four or five seconds. Yeah. Um, It it did feel a little out of place. It's probably one the one misstep as far as editing goes throughout yeah. the episode. All in all, that was a great episode. Yeah, it was. Now, um, we're going to hit each other with a trivia question. Yeah, I haven't got one together yet, but okay. I'll think of one. You try to think of one because mine, you got me last last week with yeah. 1996 that I'm still... <laughs> I'm a genius. ...absolutely shattered about. So this time <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question that barely even relates to The Simpsons, yes. but it does work back to this episode. So this episode, heavily influenced by the movie Patton, who played General Patton, in no that idea. film no idea no idea no good uh, that was um, uh, George C. Scott oh okay uh, who, really yes um, from who was in Doctor Love, How I Loved the Atomic Bomb which is also uh, referenced heavily in The Simpsons late, yep. in later episodes so. damn it you got me I did finally but that's not a Simpsons question all, no well, that's, well a pop, look, that's a pop culture question if you're going to love what something has become you need to love what came before <laughs>
1: it <laughs> alright then what year was like I don't know over, let, me, let me just try and think of something Okay. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Mm-hmm. What are the other two words that Grandpa doesn't want said on television anymore? Oh, one of them was bra. Yes. Horny. Nope. What? Party, wasn't it? Or was it horny? I'm sure it was horny. I'm just going off my
0: memory Is here. Is this going to be a Smithers was black moment for <laughs> us? <laughs> no, because I won't claim that it's right. I'm sure that it's here. Hold it's, on. It's probably horny. I'm no, just trying we'll to go off my I will be able head. to find this. Oh, have I asked a question
1: that's on the sheet again? You I'm so silly. Uh, by okay. the way, for, for those of you that are listening, we're, we've got the books, The Complete Guide to the Simpsons. That's what we're reading off here. Yep. I'm pretty sure, well, I would have said party, but I'm, com- now, horny probably does make sense. Yeah, why would
0: you have a problem with the word party? Well, he doesn't
1: want to seem like he's a party, he doesn't like old people being party yeah, animals. No, yeah, you've confused. Maybe. He's part of now the know what, writer. I've done this now, now. Don't tell the listeners. They, we want them to tell us on the Facebook page. I've already answered it for him. <laughs> what is That's it? That's horny. <laughs> is it really? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. But well, come up with
0: any other trivia on the Facebook page.
1: Yes. Yeah, so um we I want I I want to try and stump Mitch. Mitch wants to try and stump me. We've stumped each other once. Yep. So have I no have you stumped me? Have I stumped well, you? No, I haven't stumped I just, you. I just stumped you on
0: George C. Scott. And no, then no you haven't stumped me yet. Damn it. It's because I asked That's such a good question. You asked
1: me the first question that I could read straight out <laughs> of the book. <laughs> alrighty well thanks for listening we hope you um, enjoyed this episode of Four Finger Discount make sure you rate and review us in the iTunes store or wherever you're listening to this podcast check us out on uh, on YouTube as well on the This TV YouTube channel just type Four Finger Discount Simpsons or Torrent This into YouTube and you'll find our channel we put up videos every week top 10 lists we, we're going to start doing some other videos as well we can't just keep doing top 10 lists but mm. at the moment we have uh, the top 10 best of uh, skipper Willie moments top yep. 10 obscure characters voiced by Harry Shearer yep. and the top 10 segments of the Treehouse of Horror series
0: yeah person personal favourite of mine of what we've put up so far Chair Safari, yeah yep. that's going to be a good one Yep.
1: Um, also thanks to our official sponsors the, the Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page facebook.com slash the Simpsons Best Moments um, they also run trivia nights the best in the world apparently mm. so make sure you jump onto Facebook like them and find out how you can get a ticket to that they're going to be doing some in Melbourne I know it's close to our home yep. in July apparently so well there gonna, you go so that's if you're in the vicinity of Melbourne Geelong July that's get down gonna be happening. maybe we'll have to get along with that
0: one ourselves uh, maybe we should
1: just host it why not yeah, let's get in touch with them and we get we come last yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else we should mention we could do a live podcast from that. that would be a great idea yeah. let's do it if we can alright yeah, then cool alright thanks for listening guys and we'll see you guys actually before we go before we go if you want to contact oh. us oh like yeah of course either Contact us via our Facebook page, facebook.com slash four finger discount. Just like it if you haven't liked it yep. already. We would really appreciate it. Yep. And tell us what you think about the podcast. As um, like I said, review the episode in the iTunes store. Oh, by the way, and if you've got any questions you want us to uh, answer on the show, if you want to tell us anything, you just want to communicate with us, yeah, please interact so. with the hosts of your new favorite podcast. Yep. It's four finger discount at outlook.com.
0: Yep. Or if you're not getting any replies on that, you can try Dando directly on his mobile. That's uh-huh. uh, 0432. Uh, double one seven Double one Shh.